don't intend to belabor the hour, amen, on today, but we understand the importance, amen, of sharing a word on such a grand occasion. Normally, on an occasion like this with a church anniversary, you would have a second service. You bring in a guest preacher. They drive up or you fly them in, however you do it. But you'd spend some money, amen, to bring in a guest preacher for a second service. Well, we took a look at the budget, and we said rather than bring in a guest preacher, we'll get y'all a cake. Amen. Amen. I think that was some good decision, you. Amen. Amen. So we got some cake for you. We're not going to keep you for a second service. And God is still good. And y'all got me for the morning service. And we're going to get through this. God is good. You know, it's confirmation about what the word is because I hadn't talked to Brother Johnson. And yet he still read the 27th Psalm. And and that's exactly where we're going back to. The 27th Psalm. So if you'll indulge me for just a brief moment, if those of you can stand and are able to to stand, um, if you'd read with me. I just want to read six verses until you're hearing. Six verses until you're hearing. And what's important about this is um, I had a preacher call me this morning. Uh, from a, uh, one of the sister churches out there in Warsaw. And they said, you know, today is our 144th anniversary. And they said, what are you preaching? I'm doing this and that. And we just had a good conversation. I had no idea, amen, that it was also their anniversary. So it's anniversary season, and it just means something to have longevity in ministry. Amen. amen. As you go many places, if you go places like I do, there are many, many churches with boards over the windows. Amen. I go to some cities, I go to some cities, and there's two or three in the same block. Amen. That are closed down. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war may rise against me, in this I will be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret place of his tabernacle he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Amen. God, we thank you for the reading of your word. We thank you right now for the sacred moment. God, we ask that any distractions that be in this place, you would remove them from us now, that we might receive a word from on high. God, we thank you for what you're about to do, for what you're about to impart to us, what you're about to give to us, and we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 I just want to talk for a brief moment because this text, it gives us such a message. Whom shall I fear? I just want to talk about be scared for what? Amen. Amen. Be scared for what? 
Before I go any further, I do want to give honor to one of the giants in the ministry who has passed away in the way of Tim Keller on this week. Those of you who are, consider yourself scholarly and really dig deep into this thing, you, you would know him from his writings or his readings. He's touched many pastors across this country, well known. It's nothing for him to post videos and get a million views, but he passed away on this week. And also in the passing for many of you uh, uh, may, may have fallen out of touch with him in recent times. But in the 60s uh, was a great sports legend and also a pioneer in the civil rights movement. And that is the passing of Jim Brown. Amen. At 87 years old. I say all that to say that life is but a vapor. No matter how long you live. You will not be able to do everything you think. I sat there and had a long conversation uh, with my cousin the other day, and he said, "You know, we we are, we're approaching this this midway mark, you know, this this mark in life." And he said, "You know, it's funny. All the things that we've done and accomplished in life, it's been a lot." And he said, "I don't know that we'll be able to accomplish those amount of things in this second half." <laughs> And I said, man, you know, and when you really put life in perspective and you look at it, it's first of all, you're not guaranteed another day. But then there's some things that you've got to do in the seasons that you're allotted because you don't, for example, you don't see 50 old players in the NBA. I'm using that as an example because you got to, if that's what's in you, you got a 20 year window, a 15 year window to get that out of you. Amen. And I say all that also to say that this is the day that everybody is due to give me their note card. Amen. About what it is that's in you that we as a church can put forward in this next 100. Amen. And see, 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 I told you, I told you, I told y'all before there's two types of ways we can do this thing. You can have a preacher who come in and they preach and go home. Or you can have somebody that pastors you to try to take you to the next level. And if you choose to have a pastor, then you've got to follow instructions. Amen. 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 Now that I got that out of the way, we can move forward. Because this is serious business to me. Amen. I don't brag and I don't boast, but God has given me a huge platform to influence and touch a lot of people. Amen. And I don't take it for granted and I'm thankful for it. Yes. People, yes. people who I don't even know pay attention to me Amen. will send messages and things that say, wow, that was powerful. Something you posted or something you said or uh, sometimes I'll choose to go live on Facebook and do the service. So, I'll, so other times I'll just do a podcast and post it to that platform. But you never know the influence that you have over people. And, and, and everybody that's watching you will not say something to you. Where am I going with this? As a church, as a church, as we step into our next 100 years, we got to be mindful of this. This one thing. Come on now. If we, if we are the first church to have got some AC. Amen. If we are the first church to, to do some, uh, uh, put some screens and things on, on the windows. If we yeah. are, are, are a church that is leading the way in the community. What 
else is it that we can be known for? Amen. That we got to pave the way as, as that church, and that's that one, that we're not scared to do things that others aren't because we're not confined and we're not bound by limitations and you can't put us in a box of what we're going to do in 2023. It's so funny that a lot of preachers were said that they would never be on Twitter. They would never be on Instagram. They would never be on Facebook. And then COVID came. And then some of them are international stars. Influencers. They got one guy on there. I don't even can't think of his name right now. He go by Bishop so and so. But that boy is the dancingest dude I've ever seen in my life because he goes into different stores and different places, and that's what he does. He, the music will come on, and he'll start dancing and doing. And this guy got tens and tens of thousands of likes. And you never know how you impact people. Because some of y'all looking like, what they got to do anything? Well, look, if, if he can inspire people to dance, then he's done something. If I can, if I can get a laugh out of somebody, in that moment, in that second, you didn't just forgot that you didn't have a rough week. And you didn't laugh. Man, I look, some of y'all, some of, some, of you, some of you, I won't name anybody, but some of you said, man, you seem to be living your best life. Yeah. Why not? Amen. I told somebody the other day, I came up with a saying, I said this, mm-hmm. y'all write this down, but give me the credit. <laughs> I came up with this one. I said that one day, mm-hmm. the grass will grow over you, so why live and let it grow under you? Amen. Oh, that was deep right there. Amen. Ain't no grass growing under my feet. Because the second it starts to tickle my foot, I'm gone. I'm in the next spot. You know, yesterday, yesterday we were in Baltimore. We were in Baltimore, Maryland uh, to do something that a lot of people who, eat, who look like me don't do. We went to the Preakness horse race and had a ball. And, and, and it was something that I've just always wanted to go to one of the big three. And so we decided to go. And, and then they decided to say, well, we're going, we're, going, we, we're going to do something to spice it up a little bit. Because it used to be in 2017, they had their highest attendance. It was about 140,000 people. But then attendance had gone down because of COVID. And last year, they had about 50,000 people. I don't know how many they had this year. But they said, we're going to bring in a major act to draw people to come so that after the show... This person who's performed at the, su- at the Super Bowl, maybe their name can bring more people. Mm-hmm. So Bruno Mars oh, was in concert. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the hour was getting late. And I said, you know, we about three and a half hours from home. Yeah. But somebody was saying, ain't no way. I'm going to miss Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> And then the rain started to come. And I don't know about you, but I've never stood outside in the rain. Much less singing in the rain. And this wasn't a little trickle. This is a nice little good downpour. So I say all that to say, I want to encourage you to live your best life. And it poured a little bit, and we got wet, and, but we, we sung those songs and had a great time. Mm-hmm. And do you know what was most moving? It wasn't the fact that we were at the Preakness, 
Wasn't the fact that we had seen Bruno. Because y'all know Bruno charged 400 for cheap seats. It wasn't that. Susan said something as long as I live, I'll never forget. She said, Brother Cummins, if every man, something happened in the world and every man was suddenly gone. Every man in the whole world was suddenly gone. But you were the only one here. You're the only, I'm the only man left in the world. She said, I'd still choose you. Oh. I said, wait a minute, you ain't got no... It wouldn't be nobody else. I, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I say all that to say, you got to live your best life. Some of y'all act like y'all scared to live your best life. Be scared for what? This text talks about right here that God is my light and my salvation. I'm, I, I, I'm a wordsmith. I don't use yeah. a lot of big words like, like, like maybe I could, but I study words and I study the way that they are written because the way that a, a sentence is written means something powerful. Yeah. This particular psalmist, David, said, the Lord is my light. Yeah. Watch this. The, the fact that he said, is my light, means that the light was already there. That means that David, any of you know David, know that David was not a person that we would want to call out of the crowd for somebody with high moral character. Mm-hmm. Not David. I know y'all remember him as king. I know some of you look at him as prophet and preacher, but David had a lot of issues going on in his life. I won't even get too deep on it on a Sunday morning because some of you might close up your Bible and say, ain't no way in the world. That was David. But that was David. And David said, the Lord is my light. That stopped me in my reading to let me know that if David could find light in God, then that means that light can be present and overshadow darkness. Because David was in such a place, a place where, 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 where many of us, I hope, never get to, would never be, but that he, he, he understood the uh, availability of light. This is what's so amazing about light, is that it could be as dark as night and the moon not out, mm-hmm. but if you cut on the, the, your phone flashlight, mm-hmm. there's no more darkness. Amen. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's light. So just a little bit of light. That made me start thinking that God is so powerful that even in my mess, no matter how dark my days can get, no matter how dark my days have been. And I know that in a hundred years, this church has experienced some dark days, some difficult times. And God has still been faithful and made a way out of no way with just a little light. Oh, it's powerful what you can do with a little light. That's why, I, I, look, look, I, I, I tell you some, of you, some of you, if you talk to you long enough, I, I, look, it shows that y'all didn't learn this little light of mine. Yeah, it, it shows. Because you scared, and for what? When you understand that this little light of mine, the world didn't give it, and the world can't take it away, why are you afraid to do something that God has called you to do? 
Oh, man, I, so many people call me when they get down, busted, and disgusted because I have these messages that I share with people, and one of them is this. What a sad day if you have lived majority of your life yes. in the coulda, woulda, shoulda island. Yes. Always talking about what you could have done, yeah, yeah, what you yeah. should have done, yeah. and woe is me, and I could have done this if I had that, and I should have done this if somebody yes, told me that, and I'm sitting up there looking at you like, what's stopping you? Yes, what is stopping you? That's why we got me versus me, because it's you yes. stopping you. Yes. Because David yes. declared in 27 Psalm yes. that the Lord is my light, yes, and if you got light, you can see the way. And if you can see the way, Les Brown says it all the time, that if you can look up, you can get up. Somebody needs to hear that. You need to get up. You're in that place of woe is me and I could have, would have, should have. And you're just scared and and you're debating. Let let me me help you. You know, I I posted something the other day and I mixed a little something because I just love the phrase. LL had a song back in the day, back in the late 80s, where it was called Rock the Bells. And he said, some of y'all have been waiting and debating. Mm-hmm. For oh so long. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. That's some of you. Mm-hmm. Waiting and debating. Yeah. And then yeah. one year turns into two. Yeah. Two to five. Five yeah. to ten. Yeah. And yeah. you're still talking about what you should have done. Yeah. Oh, I wish I had a did this. Oh, I yeah. wish I had a moved. Oh, I wish I had a traveled. Oh, I wish I had a did, took up that hobby or did that career. Yeah. And then yeah. next yeah. thing you know. You're getting older yes, and older. Yes, and I just told you some of the things that you wanted to do, mm-hmm. now you physically can't do yes, sir. because you waited. waited. Well, let me give you some hope. Yes, Because 81 year old yes. Martha Stewart <laughs> is on the front cover <laughs> of Sports Illustrated. Yes, yeah, yeah, not 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 eighteen year old, not twenty five year old, not twenty eight year old, not thirty eight year old, not forty eight year old, eighty one year old. Martha Stoop, y'all know the one that was cooking, and showing you different things. You know how to make your house and stuff look nice and give you that good living. That 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 Martha, eighty one, front cover that has seen. Tyra Banks, Cindy Crawford, and all of those people. Why am I telling you this? Because she did that to inspire somebody. Somebody who might be saying, hey, I'm too old to get myself in shape. She's saying, wait a minute. I'm 81. You scared for what? Why is it you afraid to go to the gym? Why is it you afraid to walk a little more? Why is it you afraid to eat a little bit better? Why is it you afraid to put a swimsuit on? Wait a minute. Hey, hey, look, nobody said you had to put on a two-piece, but put on your swimsuit. And do what you got to do. Stop being scared. But then David says, God is my salvation. Oh, man. The fact that David declared that God could not only save him from the mess he was in, but save him to a better day. Some of you better stop looking in the rear view and start looking through the windshield. 
that's where your next best move is. In the windshield. David said, and my sound. He declared it. He owned it. We got some of us, some of us, even some of us on the phone. Got to start acting like we say. Yeah, yeah, that's going to hit home. Because you got some church folk, some Christian folk that you really don't know if they're saved. We watch them come down the aisle. Sometimes we even help baptize them. But y'all know the old saying. You can go down a dry devil and come up a wet if you don't live right. That's why I always emphasize on communion. It's a form of fashion because you can take communion every Sunday and still not live right. Matter of fact, we can baptize you every Sunday and then you still got to live right. We can come up here and preach a, a, a word of God. We can sing amazing grace until the cows come home. But you still got to live right. David declared not only is he my light, but he's my salvation. I mean, he didn't save me from something, save me to something. And God, because you saved me to something, I want to live right so I can get there. What a dangerous day it is when God got something for you and you want to act such Foolish yes, that you can't get it. Amen. Yes, That's scary. Yes, it is. That God's got something for you, mm-hmm. but you can't get it because mm-hmm. you don't want to act right. Amen. But watch this. Yes. The word of God says, but then the wicked folk come up against you. God going to defeat them. They're going to stumble. Mm-hmm. Why are you afraid to do something when all you've got to do, to do is already declare victory? Amen. Y'all heard Yolanda sing it. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord. And so if it's God and God has already won, why do we walk around acting so defeated? Man, if you you love God and you say, I know we're going to have bad days. I know we're going to have difficult days. But there's no way in the world, day after day after day, you should walk around with that sad puppy look on your face all the time. It don't make no sense. God has, has picked you up out the miry clay. God then cleaned you up. Gave you a new song. Gave you a new attitude. A new mindset. And you still acting miserable. Miserable. I don't understand it. God did too much for me to act like that. I can only talk about me. God only did too much for me to act like that. You know, I, I normally don't. I don't like to tell a lot of the stuff I do because I believe that God, God, God will just reward me when he, well, in, in that time. But I'm starting to do things now that I didn't used to do. Like, like I was in, in, the, in the mall the other day and I seen the janitor was walking around cleaning up. I mean, this guy was hustling. It looked like he was probably about 60 some years old. And I mean, he hustled. As soon as somebody, you know how we do. We, people like to eat, leave the tray. You know the trash can right there. Yeah. Leave the tray, leave the cup. You already got ketchup all over the yeah. table and whatnot. And this guy, I mean, he was hustling. I mean, he coming over there, wipe it up, boom, boom. I mean, wouldn't waste no time. And I sat there and I watched this guy because I, I was uh, out of town. And I said, you know what, I got to prepare for Sunday. 
So I said, let me go to this mall and sit up here and get some inspiration. Amen. I see this guy sitting up here rolling. I went up to that man and slid him something. Mm-hmm. And he said, thank you. All right. And I went on about my business. Mm-hmm. Now, I just said that to say, how many of you ever even thought about tipping the janitor? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It ain't a crime. Amen. They work hard. Yes. But we don't do it. Because it's outside of the box. I just believe that if you want extra and extraordinary and next level stuff, you got to do things that are outside of the box. Yeah, yeah. You you reward kindness. You ought to reward good work. He didn't even, look, I'm sure he had cleaned my table before I got there, but that was irrelevant. I watched him serve and help somebody else. But didn't we just learn that last week when we saw Martha get excited, not because what God had did for her, but what for God had did for her brother. Amen. That's powerful. Yes, sir. But we got a lot of folk that don't want to give up no no praise, no claps, because what God is doing to somebody else. We got too many jealous folk. Yeah, yeah. They they want to know, well, you got it. What about me? I won't mind. No, no, no. I don't worry about that. I, because, because if you're getting blessed and, and, and you're beside me, at least I know God is blessing on my row. Amen. If, if, if my neighbor got a new car, at least yes, I know he's in the neighborhood. Yes. I, I, I don't. It's coming. It's coming. It's close. It's close. If, 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 you, if you drink your coffee and you spill it on your saucer, then God is overflowing you because that means God is overpouring into your cup that it's overflowing. And if you got enough uh, 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 coffee in your cup that's coming out onto your saucer, you ought to be blessing some other folk. Your enemy's going to stumble and they're going to fall. And David said, all the days of my life, I'm going to behold the beauty of God. Mm-hmm. Man, to be able to be in an edifice mm-hmm. like we have. We can't take this for granted. We, we, I told you, I, I, I've gone to places and seen churches boarded up. Mm-hmm. Several of them sometimes in the same block. But I also didn't tell you this. A lot of your Baptist churches are being uh, uh, sold to other communities, yeah. whether that be Latino or Korean. Mm-hmm. But also, I didn't tell you this, that a lot of Baptist churches are folding and becoming non-denominational right. Right. And, yep. and, 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 and selling off their property. Mm-hmm. Why am I saying all this? Because it's on you to decide yes. how you want to live the next hundred years. Yes. The first 100 is already written. Sister Carrie already read it. Ain't a thing we can do to unchange none of it. But God has given us today. God has given us the marker. And we've got it in our hand. God gave us this shopping. He said, I want you to decide now what's going to be decided for the next hundred. Will you have another hundred? And if you do, how are you going to spend it? Yes. How are you going to live it? Yes. For the next year, the next decade, what are we going to do? Yes. Somebody told me, watch this, I wasn't here for the first hundred. I was sitting with a pastor who used to play the piano uh, uh, down the street. I had lunch with him. He said, why don't you go to church and ask him this? What happened to that men's choir? Mm-hmm. He said, people used to come far and wide. Am I lying? Amen. Ain't no, none of y'all told me this. This is the community talking. 
Yes, sir. Said, where's that choir? I used to draw them from far and near. Yes. Used to be standing room only. I said, wow, you telling me something, Rev? I don't know. I said, but I appreciate the fact that, that, that Morning Star has a word on other people's tongue that leaves even from out of this county that people can repeat it. Yes. That's the kind of stories you yes, want yes. to be told. Yes. So I said all of that to say this. This season, God is looking at us. God is watching us. And I don't know about what you want to do. I want to honor God. I want to be that one that when all is said and done, God will say, come on home. Thy good and faithful servant. So I want to challenge you today. This, 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 This ain't no marathon. I mean, this ain't no race. We ain't in competition. This is a marathon. Yes. You're not in a race with me. I'm not in a race with you. Yes. Some of you going to get to the other side before I do. Mm-hmm. But the goal is this, for us to have lived in such a way yes, that we'll all meet there on the other side yes, one, day. one day. And when that day is, yes. I don't know. But it's my job to tell you now, stop being scared to do what God has called you to do. Let us stand to our feet.